0: We, uh, we spent some time last year talking about uh, something near and dear to my heart because it's near and dear to our customers' hearts, which is conversational AI. And we saw tremendous promise from that area. What have you seen that has been happening in, around and with conversational AI that, we, that you might like to highlight?
1: Well, you you nailed it. It's not just our customers, but certainly within our customer base, we are seeing conversational AI moving into contact and call centers at just a a breakneck speed. Uh, Frankly, the companies that aren't embracing this are just being left behind. Those that do true conversational AI, we're talking about natural language processing, natural language generation, and more importantly, natural language understanding are moving out of that novel early adopter phase and really into the early majority. We're starting to see uh, this adoption make its way into call centers, mainly because of uh, the drivers of staff shortages. Finding good staff members to staff up your call centers is getting very, very uh, tricky. It's quite a challenge. The other thing is customer satisfaction in call centers is probably at an all time low. I literally Mm -hmm. this morning with a financial services company, I had to do a simple transaction. I had to give my name three times to three different call uh, call agents. And God bless those people. I couldn't do that job, but it was just a horrendous experience. There's a a recent study that just came out that says that by the year 2026, which is only a few years uh, from now, from now till then, $80 billion will be saved uh, in call center spend by conversational AI. And that conversational AI will handle six times more transactions than today. I think the predictions looking into the future, they might actually be a bit conservative. We're also starting to see it branch out into other things like online users manual, the pre-flight instructions on on an airplane. Gartner has just created a magic quadrant for enterprise conversational AI platforms. Now, if Gartner has a magic quadrant on it, that means the concrete is already setting. So we're moving out of that uh, startup prototype. Oh my gosh, I think I, I think this is cool, but will it work? We're moving out of that now to where uh, it's actually being uh, tracked in a magic quadrant. So, hang on, lots more to come. So
0: one project that you and I worked on in our in our day jobs was for a uh, health provider in one of the uh, cities here in the Southwest, and they were facing a challenge of setting appointments, tracking appointments, and providing care instructions to their population. But that population speaks lots of different languages. It's not all just English. So we saw that they went from having a call center that they painstakingly staffed with people who would give you know, um, answer slowly or however they did it to a system that we've designed for them and have deployed that allows them to service customers and authenticate who they are in multiple languages. And by the way, it cost them a lot less to run it, which was also a benefit.
1: Well, we'll have to see how this goes, but um, there is technology on the market that will do accent normalization. And it does ah. bring up a question about what is a normal accent? But it's based on the idea that if you call up a call center, you like speaking to someone who has an accent very similar to yours. But there are people in call centers that do have that accent impedance mismatch, and this software will go ahead and normalize it. Now, as I mentioned, there's some controversy about what the heck does a normal accent sound like, but anyway.